it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. The counter uh, in the background is the Donald Trump impeachment clock. Because apparently, the countdown uh, to Donald Trump being impeached, that's what Al Green said. He said, I think the president has to realize that the countdown to impeachment has already begun. So this clock's going to run in the background of the show until said time when Donald Trump uh, is impeached. What's up, everybody? This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. You know what? It's going to run in the background, but I don't have to play it the entire time because it kind of gets annoying. Uh, anyway, my name is Mark K. I appreciate you being here. And it's Friday. That's very, that's always a great plus. Uh, being, you know, Friday, for whatever reason, gets a lot of people really excited. And I'm one of them. It's- Friday! And that guy is two of them. Uh, and coming up in just a minute, we have uh, something very exciting that we like to do every Friday. It's called Week in Review Spelling Bee. And that's where we give away prizes to people who not only know what's going on in the world and have been paying attention and are well-versed in the in the daily news items and political goings-on of the world, but also who can spell. You know, who can spell like real spelling, not like, you know, fake spelling or phonetic spelling, but they actually pay attention enough to the point where they know how to spell some of these tricky names and terms and things that are going on uh, in the news. So it's our it's our way of rewarding you for paying attention, which I wish my my teachers had done in school. Otherwise, you know, I might be a banker or uh, or, you know, someone with lots of money. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. That's our number. I want you know what? We should probably start with impeachment because why not? You know what? Why, why it's very interesting for the first time I think since Donald Trump has become president, or for the first time really uh, that I can remember in years, the Democratic Party is not on the same page, and it's not just with Donald Trump. It's with it's with their agenda items. Uh, Bernie Sanders, who is still. I'd like to point this out. Bernie Sanders, no matter what anyone tells you, Bernie Sanders is still the Democratic front runner for the presidency of the United States in 2020. He is the number one top choice. He's got all the name recognition. He's got all the money. He's got all the, the power behind him. He's got the, the throngs of, of supporters who are feeling the burn, the burn heads or the burn dweebs or they call them. I forget what they anyway, the burn, the burnouts. <laughs> Which is probably most likely what they are. And, you know, they're all ready. They're rip-roaring, ready to go. They're already coming to his rallies and things. He's getting in bed with Ocasio-Cortez. Not literally, because, you know, that's a Clinton thing. But, uh, but you know, figuratively. And he's touring the country with her, and he's saying socialism works and yada, yada, yada. But there's there's a couple of messages that, that the Democrats are split on. The first is impeachment, which, you know, people like Al Davis say is coming. Donald Trump should realize, or I'm sorry, Al Green. Al Green says it's coming. It's on the way. We, Donald Trump needs to know he's going to be impeached. Donald Trump needs to get ready. He can either resign. These are the choices. He said at some point, Donald Trump will have to choose if he's going to face impeachment or if he will resign. It will be his choice because the Congress will have no choice but to act. 
on what I mean, I don't know. They do have a choice. They can act or they cannot act. But apparently he's claiming that the evidence in the uh, is going to be so overwhelming that Congress will have to move forth with impeachment and that Donald Trump's going to have to have to, you know, make the decision. Does he want to be impeached in disgrace or does he want to resign uh, in disgrace? Because uh, that's the only way it's going to go. That's the only way it's going to go if you're Al Green. Now, there's a bunch of other Democrats, namely Nancy Pelosi, who would like to be the Speaker of the House once again. Uh, even that's not guaranteed because half of her party doesn't want her back. But if they do win in the midterms, if they come in and they sweep power and they come into the midterms and Nancy Pelosi is once again the Speaker of the House, then that's great for her. Maybe not the rest of, you know, the people that live in this country, but it's great for her. And so she doesn't want anything to thwart that. So she doesn't really like that uh, Al Green is talking about impeachment. She doesn't really like that other Democrats are talking about impeachment. And I guarantee that her left-leaning liberal friends in the media, she's not very happy with them for talking about impeachment, which is what they're doing constantly. The headlines, the blog posts, the tweets, the videos, the interviews, the, the, the newspapers. Everything is a Time magazine. The uh, the the uh, cover of Time magazine is Donald Trump's basically lower body submerged in water floating in the Oval Office. And the uh, the caption just reads in deep because they feel like this is it. Donald Trump is about to drown in uh, in, you know, his own water that he's filled the Oval Office with so much sludge and muck that he can't even keep up with it. And that he's he's, you know, he's treading water right now. And pretty soon the water is going to come over him and he's going to drown. That's what Time magazine is saying. They're all they're all getting in line in the media with this. They're trying to, you know, indoctrinate impeachment into the American psyche so that it becomes the norm. It's like the normal way that this presidency will end. They're trying to basically drumbeat in you like, oh, impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. So so you just hear it in your brain at all hours of the night. And when Donald Trump is impeached by the Democratic leaning Congress, as Al Green, you know, suggests, they'll have no choice but to do. It's just going to be the norm for everybody. Everyone will have been expecting it. And the press can herald themselves as, uh, as you know, as these geniuses um, that were able to predict the future, even though none of them could even predict a simple election outcome with multiple millions of dollars worth of polling. So I don't know how that's going to work out for them. But you've got the Democratic Party split on impeachment. You've got Pelosi and a bunch of others who are who are who are in races, tight races, who want to win, who feel that mentioning the I word Mentioning the I word is going to be detrimental to them winning in November. So they don't want to, they want to like backdoor Donald Trump is really the best way I can think of it. If you ever watch like, um, there's a show Big Brother, right? And there's what they do is I love Big Brother. My family, we watch it all that we watch it for seasons. It's a ridiculous show. It's really weird. They have these bizarre challenges where I don't know there's like like bird poop flying on you and you're sitting on a mushroom and I, I'm sure a bunch of drug addicts came up with the concept, but it's a fantastically entertaining show. Well, one of the ways that they evict people from the Big Brother house is what they call the back door. Right. You don't want to if you if you if you nominate someone or if you say, hey, we're going to throw you out of this house, then they can they can basically fight back and take themselves off. So what you do is you don't nominate them up front. You wait until the very last opportunity and then you put them up when there's no there's no way in hell that they can they can save themselves anymore. It's called the back door. What they're doing 
what Nancy Pelosi and a lot of the Democrats want to do to Donald Trump is backdoor him. They don't want people talking about impeachment now. They don't want Donald Trump voters and Donald Trump supporters and everyone who went to the rallies and everyone who watched the debates and everyone who who said, yes, we want border security. Yes, we want lower taxes. Yes, we want a stronger economy. Yes, we want more jobs. Yes, we want this trade war to end. Yes, we want a big, super strong military that is uh, that is undefeatable. Is that a word? I think so. Anyway, we want all that stuff that Donald Trump's campaigning on. We're going to go out and vote. They don't want all those people to know that Donald Trump's in trouble. They don't want all those people to know that impeachment is their number one agenda item. They want to backdoor him. They want to keep the Trump voters kind of, you know, lulled into this sense of security. They want to keep them home in November. They want all their crazy burnouts to go in there, vote a bunch of Democrats into the House of Representatives, and then, once they've secured that, then in the, let the impeachment clock range free. Let them know that's when we start saying, hey, Mr. President, the clock has already started. We have no choice but to impeach you because by that time, it's too late. No rally will save Donald Trump. No rally will get him the votes needed to keep him from getting impeached. Nothing will be possible. The impeachment uh, process will go forward. So I'm going to be honest with you. If Donald Trump and the Republicans want to keep any of that from happening, if they want to secure the House of Representatives for another two years if they want to make sure that they maintain that that authority and they they maintain the leadership and whoever they choose after paul ryan leaves is the speaker if they want that then they should be talking about impeachment every single freaking day they should be reminding their constituents that the democrats just want to impeach donald trump they want to impeach the president they want to send this country into political economic and and you know social social turmoil you think that there's a divide now? You just wait till impeachment hearings start. That's when the real divide happens, and that's exactly what they want. If the Republicans were smart and had a plan, they would get out there and talk about it and tweet about it and mention it every freaking chance they had because the Republican base needs to know that's the game that these people are playing. 3401045 is the number, 3401045. we got to take a quick break. When we get back, more of the Mark K Show, some of your open mics and your phone calls next on News 1045 WOKV. My name is Mark Kate. Thanks so much for joining me today. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. By the way, the Bernie Sanders thing. Look, the Democrats being split on impeachment is going to be a problem because the media, the press, who nobody really trusts anyway, uh, they're just, they're just, I mean, they are hammering impeachment hard. It's everywhere. It's going to be everywhere through the elections. If there's, uh, when you get closer to like debates and things like that, you're going to have the media asking questions about impeachment and the candidates, for the most part, Part. There are some exceptions. The candidates don't want to bring it up. The candidates, some of them think that it's a it's a slippery slope, that it's going to be a problem. And that if that, you know, Americans aren't stupid. Some of most a lot of some. OK, some are. There are stupid people everywhere. I should I should prefer that. But the majority of us know what's going on. And we know that impeachment is an uncomfortable thing and it's a bad thing and it keeps actual stuff from happening. And the Democrats know that if it's if it's impeachment or nothing, then a lot of the moderates may vote for Republicans or just stay home. And basically what's going to happen is you're going to have the Republicans maintaining control of the House, which would be the worst thing for Democrats ever.
It'd be the worst thing in the entire world. They would have zero control over Donald Trump, and it would really, it would really cement his presidency, and all this fluff would go away. Now, that's the first part of this. The second part of this is you've got rogue candidates like Bernie Sanders, who once again, Bernie Sanders, once again, is the number one choice for president of the United States for the Democratic Party in 2020. Not saying he will be the candidate, but saying at this moment in time, there is no other candidate who is viable, as viable as Bernie Sanders. The man's done it already. He's got name recognition. He's got funding. He's got he's got a base. He's got a social media following. He's got, you know, a really wild out there ideas. He's as as crazy to the left as Donald Trump. Or, you know, some people would say Donald Trump is to the right. He's got a, he's got, a, you know, appearances of Larry David portraying him on Saturday Night Live. That's how you get known to the American voter. A lot of them, especially the young ones. If you, if Larry David plays you on Saturday Night Live, I guarantee more people are going to know about you than any other candidate. And that's where Bernie Sanders is. So he's the man. And what's he doing now? Now he's throwing the, uh, a lot of the, uh, the very wealthy Democratic control mongers and power brokers under the bus, starting with Jeff Bezos, who not only runs Amazon, who not only basically runs the entire northwestern part of the country, but dominates the media landscape as the owner of the Washington Post. He bought the Washington Post, the number one most influential newspaper, well, one of them in the entire country. And and they're very liberal. And now you have Bernie Sanders, who's going to be the Democrat. He's hammering Jeff Bezos. He's pounding away at Amazon. He's out there saying that that Amazon is dodging fair pay, that their working conditions are horrible. And you and they are. I mean, you see the tweets all the time. People saying they can't take a bathroom break. People saying that they're being worked, you know, hours and hours overtime. People saying that if they don't meet a certain um, if they don't meet a, a, a certain number of units shipped, then they get, you know, they get their pay docked or they don't get to take a break or they're during Christmas time. They live in tents in the parking lot so they don't have to waste time commuting. That's how bad it is at Amazon. Well, when you've got a billionaire Democrat supporter who owns the Washington Post going head to head with the, with the number one choice for president, you've got you've got an issue where your agenda items aren't meshing. And that's going to cause another problem. We got to take another quick break. Sorry about that. Bob, stay tuned. BC, hang tight. I swear to God, uh, we're going to get to all the phone calls here in just a minute. 340-1045 if you're trying to get through to 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. The clock is ticking, my friends. The impeachment clock. That's what Al Green says. Uh, Al Green says that, you know, tick tock, the clock's coming down on Donald Trump. Impeachment is on the table, even though the Democrats, for a lot of uh, reasons, don't want him talking about that. But, you know, evidently he doesn't care. It, you know, it's really interesting when you have so many different people that control because you have individual people that are running individual races and they all have to come together under one party umbrella. And you would think that the party umbrella would want to be organized with an agenda, with talking points, with items like that and during the Hillary Clinton campaign it was easy because basically the agenda items were Donald Trump is bad Hillary Clinton is not dead uh, she can still you know she can still be president and that was basically all they ran on Donald Trump is bad Hillary Clinton's still alive and it didn't work but at least everybody was singing the same the same uh, you know marching to the same tune when when uh, Obamacare was a thing everyone was like we have to pass the bill we have to pass the bill Nancy Pelosi said we have to we're not even going to read it we have to pass it and then we're going to read it 
That's the only way to read it is to pass it. And they and they basically sold the whole country on that. Um, also, they had the vote, so it didn't really matter. But now they're really tr- having trouble finding a way to manipulate the message. They're really finding a way to they're really having trouble finding that one. Donald Trump's is easy. Make America great again. Make America great again. Well, the Democrats tried to come up with something similar with Cuomo, but, you know, he messed that whole thing up. America. Eh, America was never great. It was never really that great. Well, that, that's not doing anyone any favors. That's not going to be good come election time. So they've really got to sit down and before they do anything else, before they run any more stories about impeachment, before they uh, run any more, before they even make any more plea deals with any of these people that Mueller's trying to to um, indict, you really need to come together and make sure you know how you're going to handle these 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 uh, you know these news items when Manafort gets uh, convicted of eight of eighteen charges, what's the message going to be? How are you going to handle that? When when Cohen comes in and says, "Yeah, Donald Trump knew about the payments to Stormy Daniels and others," what when, you know? How are you going to handle that cumulatively as a group? They don't know, and I think in the end that could hurt them. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Bob is in Green Cove, and Bob's been waiting very patiently. Hi, Bob. Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Okay, thank you very much. You know, in the 1950s, you had the Joseph, Senator Joseph McCarthy had the House of American on, on American Activities Commission, which came up with basically blacklisting Hollywood for pushing a socialist agenda. Yeah. And he had made the statement that be prepared because socialists and communists will infiltrate this country legally. And eventually, when they're called, they will come out. And I see that I would see that the socialists have infiltrated the media, uh, uh, some religion, uh, Congress. Yeah. And economics and finance. Yeah, no, we know. Uh, yeah, that we know all that. That's absolutely 100%. I mean, Bernie Sanders is basically a socialist. Ocasio-Cortez is a socialist. She's proud of it. And she was elected in New York. And you have a lot of people in the media who are who are bolstering her and who, you know, I mean, Barack Obama for I mean, yeah, we they're they're here. You're absolutely right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. It's not, it's, you know, and chaos. The thing about chaos, too, is that, and this is why impeachment is so, they don't really care about the crime. I mean, if it opens, Democrats don't care about crime. I mean, they, they, they love crime. They love committing crime. They love when other people commit crime because whenever there's a crime, whether it's uh, a white collar crime, a blue collar crime, whether it's a crime against humanity, anything, it doesn't matter. They know that there are victims. And this is a party when there are victims, they will rally to support the victims or, or, or feign, uh, you know, kind of, I guess you would say, uh, empathize with the victims for the sole purpose of political gain. They want the government to be big and strong and who better to rally than people that need a helping hand so so if the company's in chaos and turmoil and people can't pay their bills and they're not getting big tax returns and the jobs aren't there they're moving overseas whenever there's a victim you're going to see uh, a democrat with a pamphlet saying hey so and so hears you and feels your pain and and they know and the, and the government is here to take care of you in these times of need um so impeachment is is going to create a lot of donald trump's not the victim the victim is everybody else he said it himself the market will fall the market will come crashing down and he's right about it where's the quote i have anyone who was talking to ainsley Earhart. i'll tell you what if i ever got impeached i think the market would crash 
I think everybody would be very poor because without this thinking, uh, you would see you would see numbers that you wouldn't believe. Yeah, in you, reverse. you would see numbers you wouldn't believe in reverse, which basically means, you know, you're seeing great numbers now. There's lots of economic gains. We all we're living in like, you know, we're living in, in, in Trumptopia right now. But basically, if I'm impeached, it all goes away. You're going to everyone's going to turn their back. All the good that we've done is going to be erased. There's some truth to that. But I think that's what the Democrats want. Uh, let's go to B.C. in Jacksonville, B.C. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K. Show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Just sitting here in this wet lunch. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that sounds horrible. Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, it's all right. I'm uh, in the best country they got. That's hey, right. Man, I was uh, just wanted to hear your opinion on something that I heard. So it's the representative in Congress District 6 is Michael Waltz. And I heard that he lives in Virginia, but he run, he's going to be running here. How is that uh, possible? Uh, Michael, the guy, the uh, what was he, the Green Beret or something, right? Yeah, he it has such a good uh, background. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's from – what uh, – well, I'm, I'm not sure I understand what you mean. How can he run for Congress in Florida? Yeah, how can you uh, uh, represent uh, – Florida in Congress if you have like a homestead in Virginia. Well, I mean, he's, as long as he has a home in Florida and he's a Florida resident, he can represent Florida. I mean, the, the Congress people have houses all over the place. They have houses in Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland, because they're there most of the time, you know, congressmaning. But when they're when they're, you know, back home, they have their house here. I would assume that he uh, he lives in Virginia for political purposes. Maybe he works for um, what does he do? He's like a uh, I'm sure he's like, in, is it security? I kind of have to go back and listen to the ad some more. But I mean, just because you do business or you have a second home somewhere, as long as the majority of your time is spent in Florida, as long as you uh, you're a resident in Florida, you can run here in Florida. That doesn't bother me as much because he's from here as someone like Hillary Clinton who wanted to be a senator. And so she looked at the map and said, where are the openings? New York? Okay, I'm going to move there. And boom, six months later, she was a senator from the state of New York when I guarantee there were way more New Yorkers who were a thousand times more qualified. You know, but that's that's how people do it. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. That's how you do it. I mean, when you when you're when you want something, when you want that power, you go get it. And if it's not in your state, like Hillary Clinton, if it's not in, where was she at the time? Uh, where were they? Arkansas, right? If there's nothing in Arkansas where you're from, then you just go move somewhere else. And she moved to New York, which, let's face it, she wanted to be a New Yorker her whole life anyway. She wanted to be a New Yorker her entire life anyway, so she had no problem with that. She went and moved to New York. She got the seat. She ran, uh, she went two, three terms, and uh, she got picked up for Secretary of State when she lost the presidential election. She lost the presidential election again. Now she's on a book tour in a moo That's basically... You know, I mean, that's how it works. I don't I'll, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a whole heck of a lot about Michael Waltz more uh, other than what I hear in the commercials. He seems like a good guy. He served our country. God bless him for that. Uh, as we get closer to the election, you know, maybe we'll have him on. Who knows? Maybe we'll call Virginia and <laughs> we'll then we'll ask him that question. All right. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. Listen, we got it. This is what we have to do. We have to do weekend review spelling because it's oh so much fun and you can win free stuff. I need two contestants. If you want to take a crack at this, three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is our number. Give us a buzz. Let us know what uh, your name, where you're from, and we will play next. Two contestants for week in review spelling bee. 340-1045. It's coming up next on the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. News 
104.5 WOKV Swag. We are about to do Week in Review Spelling Bee. If you know what's going on in the world and you can spell, call right now. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. We're looking for two contestants to compete in what is a battle royale, not just of wits, but of spelling prowess. 340-1045. Pick up the phone and call, and uh, we'll get you on the line here in just a minute. We will A couple of breaking news items first before we get to Week in Review Spelling Bee. Um, we have Senator John McCain, who has announced that he is not going to seek any further treatment for his brain cancer. Um, for, so that's kind of sad. And then we also have uh, news out of Las Vegas that Robin Leach, who for years uh, was the uh, you know the purveyor of lifestyles and rich and famous, he also passed away. Um, so that's sad as well. Uh, you know, two uh, two pieces of kind of uh, you know bad news that we are you know we'll we'll be following these stories and of course we'll get more for them uh, and more to you in the top of the hour with the uh, with the official news, not the Mark K half-assed news, but like the official news that comes up here in just minutes. All right, uh, let's get to Week in Review Trivia, shall we? We have two contestants, both of whom want to win free stuff. First up is JB from St. Augustine. JB, hi, how are you? Yay. Yay, good. All right, that says it all. That says it all, JB. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling. JB, you're going up against Gretel today. Hi, Gretel. Hi there. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Oh, great. That's good news. Uh, Gretel, say hi to JB. JB, say hi to Gretel. Hey, baby. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly what we were going for, but all right, here we go. Uh, let's start with you, Gretel. We're going to ask you a question, and then you have to simply spell the answer. Don't tell me the answer. Spell me the Hello? answer. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Gretel, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah I can hear both of you. I can hear everybody, too. Gretel, are you having trouble yeah. hearing us? I can hardly hear you. you can yeah, hardly. I'm having a hard time hearing you as well. Oh, God. Uh, Josh, is there something there? Oh, are you... that's better. Oh, look at that. There's Our button pushers weren't pushing the right buttons. That's what happens. So, you know, it's okay. It's okay. They do that on purpose sometimes, so we give them more money. Uh, all right, Gretel, are you ready? I'm going to read you the first question, and then I need you to spell me the answer. Don't tell me the answer. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Here we go. For the last 12 hours, this hurricane has been pummeling the Hawaiian Islands. Uh, L-A-N-E. Is 100% C-O-R-R-E-C-T. Congratulations, Gretel. You're on with a point. And we go to you, JB. Are you ready? I would have never got that one. Go you know, oh, good. Well, it wasn't yours to get, so there you go. Uh, this former Trump lawyer took a plea deal in New York on Tuesday, admitting that the president knew of payments to Stormy Daniels. Spell me the answer. Don't tell me the answer. M-A-R-K-C-O-H-N. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. You can steal, Gretel, if you can spell me the correct answer. Uh, C-O-H-E-N. C-O-H-E-N is correct. It's Michael Cohen, not Mark Cohn. But that is a, that is a, that was a good try. Gretel, you're on the board with another point. You're leading two to one. Still anybody's game though. Gretel, are you ready for your next question? Uh-huh. All right, here we go. David Pecker was granted immunity this week for his help in the Cohen investigation. Pecker is the longtime publisher of which tabloid? Uh, um, hmm. hmm. I don't, I don't know that one. You want to take a crack at it now? No. All right, we'll uh, we'll pass it over to JB. JB, David Pecker granted immunity. Pecker is the longtime publisher of which tabloid? 
Uh, I think it's N A T I O N A L I N Q U I R Y. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. It is the National Enquirer. However, oh. Enquirer is spelled E N Q U I R E R. So you got it right, but also you got it wrong. That's okay. It's your chance uh, to get your first point. Here's your next question. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. All right, JB. This car company is under SEC investigation after its founder, Elon Musk, tweeted about taking it private. T-E-S-L-A. That is right. You're on the board. All right. Uh, here we go. Time for a couple more. Gretel, rumors say that this man, the current attorney general, will be fired by the president immediately following the midterm elections. Uh, J-E-F-F-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S. Is correct. JB, the last question goes to you. The Jaguars are back home this weekend for a preseason game against this team who two years ago collapsed when the Patriots mounted the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Spell me the answer. Oh, I missed all that. Say that one more time. C-L-E-V-L-A-N-D. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah, I know. There was nowhere near the Super Bowl ever. <laughs> that's, that's a great... Oh, hey, I'm a Buckeye. I got to give him some credit. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, no, it was actually the F-A-L-C-O-N-S's there in town uh, tomorrow night to take on the Jaguars. That means congratulations. Uh, it was a score of 3-1, to one. Gretel. You're a big winner today. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, yay. Congratulations. We'll get you some uh, OKV swag. Listen, both of you have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Mark Show. We'll be back Monday with really exciting news about us taking the show live on location. We'll tell you where we'll be broadcasting from next Friday and how you can join us and also win some money. That's all coming up Monday morning. Stay tuned. The news and Rush Limbaugh is next on News 104.5 WOKV. Have a great weekend.